Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we are joined by Brittany Holland from Holland Dog Training. Brittany's pups have been involved in film and television, the President's Choice Super Dogs, and she's competed with the Agility World Team. We're super excited to learn what it takes to make your dog super. So let's go. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we are joined by Brittany Holland from Holland Dog Training. We're excited to learn what it takes to be an agility slash trick star with the super dogs and beyond. So welcome, Brittany. Welcome, Brittany. Hey, how's it going? We are good, Brittany. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Awesome. Well, we're excited to have you here. So to get us started, could you tell us a bit about yourself? And we'd also love to hear about your pups. If I remember correctly, I think Ken says told me you have several. Several is a good word. Yep. Um, that sounds about right. Um, so yeah, so I work, um, I work for a hospital full time. Um, that's my primary job. And then I do the dog stuff on the side as kind of like a hobby, um, just to do for fun. And I, uh, I enjoy it and several dogs would be a correct statement. So, um, it happened by accident, but there's five of them. Um, that's not, come on. Okay. You don't have to laugh. It could be, it could be worse. It could be worse. I know people with 10. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm at five and that's, that's a, enough (laughs) no I love them all they're it's very it's good and they're all very good so it's really like it's not so bad um so So rapid fire can you tell us like all of your dogs and their names yes absolutely so I have Jax um rescued from the Kitchener Humane Society and he's about 11 now I have Gemma um she is nine also from the Kitchener Humane Society um she's the dog that I was on Team Canada with um, I have Lyric, who is five. Um, she's a German coolie and came to me from New York. And she's my, my main agility partner right now. Uh, and I have Church, who's 22 months. He's a border collie, um, originally imported from Germany. And then I have Poet, who came to me um, from Power Trip Border Collies in New York. And he is about almost 16 months now. Similar to my dog. I didn't know Poet was from uh, the States. That's so cool. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, he's an, an adventure. He was an adventure to get because of COVID. And um, he came over in uh, right at the end of April after the first, 
lockdowns had happened. So it was quite the adventure. But he's here and he's living his best life in Canada. He's wonderful. It all worked out. It all worked out excellent. Brittany, that is so many dogs. Um, So I don't know how you work full time, have a side hustle and take care of five dogs. That's just absolutely bananas. But can you tell us a little bit about Holland dog training specifically? So what do you do with Holland dog training? What does that look like? Sure. So I, I started it for fun. Once I started um, getting more confident and competing more in agility uh, and doing a lot more with the tricks, getting into film work. Um, and I decided that I would enjoy teaching people. So um, I kind of went out last summer and decided I was going to start um, a little business trying it out and letting people try agility for fun. Just um, I know when I started, it wasn't that easy to find places where you could go learn um, and mm-hmm. give it a try. So now I operate, um, I really only teach classes consistently one night a week. Um, mm-hmm. and then I operate seminars, um, and online trick training sessions throughout the year. Nice. Okay. So a bit of a blend of trick training and agility. Yeah. I, that's yes. I really focus on those. I think there's lots of places that do obedience, um, that are great in the KW area. So I stick to the tricks and agility. Very cool. And as we've learned from Mackenzie, uh, there's definitely a niche market for that because Mackenzie, you love trick training and agility. I do. And just so everybody um, who's listening to this podcast knows, um, I learned a lot of my agility and most of my trick training from Brittany. So Willa is a little bit biased when it comes <laughs> to... Well, thank to, you. Yeah. So um, just moving along here. So we know that you do a lot of activities with your dogs. So what really sparked your love of agility and trick training? And what really do you enjoy most about it? Um, so I played hockey my whole life growing up, um, and all through university. And when I stopped playing hockey, I got a dog, um, I needed things to do. And uh, I was Jackson. He was very smart and he needed to be like stimulated and kept busy. So I got in myself enrolled in obedience classes and it pretty much just took off from there. Um, as you can say, like, you know, you figure out that you're kind of good at something. Uh, so I was able to master the timing quickly and, uh, he was a really good dog to learn with. Um, so it happened pretty like organically from that, I guess, essentially I went from obedience classes into like a, for fun agility class. And then I thought, well, this was kind of fun. I'd love to go somewhere to learn like real agility, not just, um, for fun. So I moved to a different training location, um, in Cambridge to give it a try. Um, and then I got my second dog and she was much faster and much, um, much more excitable and outgoing and wanting to work like a, you know, really a higher drive. Um, and so she made it just that much more fun and kind of my love for competition came back pretty quickly. And I was like, Oh, it's going to be fun to compete and do that. And, um, I love the partnership with the dogs. Um, I love the training and I love getting to run with them. And it's so fun when it all comes together and it's usually still fun, even when it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love hearing you talk about the partnership. I think that's like, that's so special. And I think there's only like so many activities that really build that with you and your dog. I find that Marshall and I are like really diligent. We go for at least one big walk together every day. It's a structured walk and that's like our time. And I attribute most of our relationship to that time we spend together. So I love that. 
That's so special. I I know that feeling. That's why I think what sparked my love for agility too, just like you build this bond with your dog and when they do well, you're like so proud and anyway. So yeah, it's a good yeah. feeling. Um, okay. Can you tell us about film and television? I'm sure there's lots of people out there that don't really realize that this is a thing. Um, but obviously we see dogs and TV shows and movies and such. But how do you get your dog into into this activity? How do you get them into acting? I'm using air quotes. And like, what does this look like? Uh, okay, so I found that the dog world is, and I'm sure a lot of you know this already, it's a pretty small community in general. Um, so when you start getting involved in sport activities, um, in agility, in tricks, and uh, um, in the like, being part of the President's Choice Superdogs, you just kind of meet people. So for me, it really happened. Um, I just kind of met the right people all the way along. It's how I got involved in super dogs. And then it's how I got involved in the trick training and in the animal acting. Um, essentially though, you have to have really strong obedience skills on your dogs to begin with. Um, and they have to be really environmentally sound, right? They can't be, um, at all aggressive, reactive. They need to just be able to relax kind of in any environment to perform their job. I think that's so key that you, um, you can't do this type of stuff with every dog. Like there's no chance, like my dog Marshall could be an animal actor because he gets excited on everything all the time. So there's just no chance that that would happen. So I think that's, yeah, really important to note that you've got to have that obedience piece. Um, and really you're not working through any issues with your dog. Yeah. Um, and ultimately like you can find some of these places just online. So I work for Toronto animal wranglers. Um, and sometimes they'll have things, they'll have casting calls. So one of the ways I ended up getting involved with them is like, they put out a casting call where they were looking for some new talent. Um, and so I went to their tryout essentially their photo day and, um, got introduced, um, and got on the roster that way. Uh, and I know a few other people who've had that through some other agencies that are around Ontario. There's actually lots of them. And um, so they'll often have like on your website, you can submit your dog's name, a picture, what they do, like why you think they'd be good for television. Um, and then they'll decide if they need a dog like that to have you out to see if they think your dog is able to do that. That is so neat. I just need to plug in for Brittany here. Um, her dogs have been involved in music videos for like Walk Off the Earth, uh, Lysol, Lysol commercials. Wasn't Poet in a Febreze commercial too? Uh, Poet did Lysol. Um, Gemma did Esso. Lyric did Dairy Farmers of Canada. Yeah. Um, they're in the um, A Few Good Stories music video from Brett Kissel and Walk Off the Earth. Yep. Mm. They so, were in uh, the Baroness on Sketch show. So cool. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's amazing. Um, thanks so much for sharing, Brittany. So when we come back from a short break, we are going to talk about being a super dog, agility, and more. Stay tuned.
It is now time for Celebrity Pup of the Week. Celebrity Pup of the Week. Woof woof. Well, Pups of the Week. We have multiple. So, Mackenzie, who are our Celebrity Pups of the Week? Well, this week we have five pups that are the Celebrity Pups of the Week, and I wonder who they are. If you've been listening, you might have a guess. Maybe. But... Phone but, in and let us know. <laughs> the pups are Holland Dogs 91. So these are Brittany's pups. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram. So again, we've got Jax, Gemma, uh, Lyric Church, and Poets. And they Nailed are, it, Ken. It's nicely done. I, I, it's like I've met some of them or something. <laughs> <laughs> but you and rhymed they, them off. You did not miss a beat. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, and they are our celebrity pups of the week. So, Brittany, you do a lot of fun stuff other than agility and trick training with your pups. You do like kayaking and bike joining, right? Yeah, kayaking and bike joining. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we That's do a lot of hiking. Cool. Yeah, I think it's important to have a well rounded dog. I think, um, like, they're pets first, right? They're sport dogs, and I they're, they're part of the hobbies I compete in for sure, but. They're my pets first. They sleep on the bed. They're always on the couch. They eat food off my plate. They <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when I ask and sometimes when I don't. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm with five of them. Well, there you have it. Our celebrity pups of the week. What's the handle again, Ken? Holland Dogs 91. Yeah, go follow Brittany and her pups, Holland Dogs 91. And those are our celebrity pups of the week. Celebrity Pop of the Week. Woof woof. Woof woof. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, it's like I've woofed before or something. <laughs> okay. So welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today we are talking with Brittany Holland from Holland Dog Training about being a dog superstar i like that <laughs> yeah have you seen that movie yes i uh we were born in the 90s come on <laughs> well joey hasn't seen that movie i made a reference and he didn't get it oh well that's unfortunate anyway <laughs> moving along so Brittany. okay let's talk about the super dogs so can you tell our listeners who aren't familiar with the president's choice super dogs what are the super dogs and what sort of things do the super dogs do? Absolutely. Um, so the President's Choice Super Dogs are um, kind of a canine performance show. Uh, we perform all over North America. Uh, it's everyone, um, the cast members all own their dog. They live with us at home. Um, they're family pets first. Um, and the mantra is, um, and always has been for super dogs, it's love your dog, play with your dog, communicate with your dog. Uh, I love that. It's, I love that. It's very cute. Yeah, it's it's great. Uh, it's great, and it's a it's a lot of fun. Um, obviously, COVID has put a bit of a damper um, on it in this area, but they've been doing a ton of shows out west. Um, so they're performing out there, um, and it, their theme is a uh, happy together, which is really nice. And uh, uh-huh. I know they're booking shows now um, in this area, getting ready to perform again. 
Um, so if people want to check it out, it's uh, superdogs.com. Cool. I just have to plug something. I remember the first time I saw the Superdogs perform. It was at the um, exhibition. Roy- no, Royal Winter Fair. That's what I'm um, at exhibition place. That's what I was thinking. Uh, Rico Coliseum. Ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I remember watching it and my jaw was hitting the floor. I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that. And I saw an Australian shepherd named Quest. And Quest, if you're out there, I love you. Um, and I saw it and I was like, I want that dog. And then I saw Vishla jump like 10 feet in the air. And I was like, I want that dog. Anyway, that was like, the <laughs> I, my eyes like bugged out of my face. And I was like, I want to do that with my dog. Very so. well loved that you remember Quest. Yeah, Quest was yeah. like, and then, yeah, that was, that, that was the moment for me. And I was just like, I want a dog. And it was not a good time for me to get a dog at that point. So I did not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, um, if you have the chance to see the super dogs, it is amazing. Um, it is tricks that you never thought a dog could do. It is disc, like playing um, Frisbee with your dog on steroids. Mm-hmm. It is like <laughs> these dogs jump 10 feet in the air like oh my gosh it is amazing highly recommend checking out the super dogs um but I'm just gonna segue into our next question so this could be loaded but can you tell us what it takes to be a super dog and can any dog be a super dog yeah absolutely so a big part of um President's Choice Super Dogs you know we always say like every dog is a super dog um and and it's true, right? Every dog, it's your, every dog is the best dog because they're yours. So if you want to be part of the team for super dogs, your dog generally needs to have a background in some kind of sports. And there's so many in the world that are valuable. I mean, um, President's Choice Super Dogs has like a, a dock diving show that they have. They have um, all kinds of, we do fairs and festivals, not just the huge CNE and the Royal Winter Fair or the PNE out west. Uh, and they use a lot of skills. So there's a ton of trick behaviors. Um, if you've watched shows, you've seen the dogs sometimes run out to a microphone and stand at a microphone and talk um, to start the shows. Um, they have the a basic agility skills. So jumping over jumps, going through tunnels, doing the weaves, really important skills to have. They need to be able to function with other dogs running around them. Uh, most of the show is multiple dogs on stage at a time. Um, a lot of people do dancing with their dogs, so um, heel work and freestyle to music. Uh, so that's one of the things I do with lyrics sometimes. You do that? I was going to say, I feel like that's like a dying dog sport. If I feel like there's hardly anybody that does freestyle um, slash heel work with their dogs. And it's so beautiful and it's done well. What is this? What are we talking about? What? You don't know? I don't know. You got to watch Crufts. That's yeah. the best part. Crux. So mine's not that fancy though. I just do a bunch, a series of tricks to music, 45 seconds long, roughly with lyric, um, a little dance essentially. It's you're dancing with your dog. Yeah. yeah. It's adorable. I want to dance with my dog. <laughs> well, when Mackenzie there's... asked, can any dog be a super dog, Brittany? And you were like, yes. It's like my dog could not at this juncture in his life, be a super dog. But they can be trained to be a super dog, that's <laughs> right? Like if you have a dog that's great at Frisbee, I mean, disc is a sport, right? Um, and Frisbee is a big part of super dogs. Dogs that play fly ball and we do racing. Uh, there's so many options. We have obedience segments for um, dogs that do obedience, right? We have high nice. jumping. 
there's they try we really try to showcase all of the amazing things dogs can do whether it's spectacular or also just funny true um, right? it's, it's all about um present point super dogs is all about loving your dog playing with your dog communicating with your dog like it really is i love that so ken's uh we're gonna go see a super dog show once they reopen and they're yeah, like uh, on here again duh <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, um, one last question for you, Brittany. So how long did it take you to train your dogs to be agility and trick superstars? Well, that's a loaded question. Um, (laughs) sorry, we're full of those. They're always in training. Um, for sure. Agility, um, particularly, I'm sure you've talked about this in other podcasts about dogs, like joints and growth and, um, you don't want to do things like that when they're too young. So it takes at least till they're two years old, usually for them to start competing in agility. Um, and often it takes till they're three before you're really ready to try and compete internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're just competing locally, it's different. Um, you, some, you don't need the exact same levels of skill, right? The same is kind of with any sport. You can play locally for fun um, or you can try and play at the world level, um, which is what I do. So, you're a little more specific about everything you want your dogs to do and how they perform it because milliseconds count in agility. Um, so yeah, it takes, I would say, give or take, uh, two years to get them up and running. Uh, Mm -hmm. the tricks I do from very early. So a poet, um, had all of his trick titles, the time he was six months old, um, just doing the basic, like nothing that was high impact or anything like that, just the, but there's lots of tricks you can teach that are just so good for your dogs for learning body mm-hmm. awareness and skills for life. Um, so I focused on a lot of that while he was younger, uh, so that he would had those things in his background. Um, and then the film work too. Some of my dogs have poet was on set as a puppy. Gemma was on set the first time when she was seven. So it just depends on the dog. Um, and I think in general, well-rounded dogs can just walk into things like that and do it if they've already been exposed in life to lots of things, right? That's amazing. Thanks so much, Brittany, for telling us all about the super dogs and agility, which is the best I love. Um, anyway, we are going to have a short break and actually come back for a lightning round. Pew, pew, pew. pew, pew. We are doing a lightning round. That was horrible. Okay. Wow. Your microphone also kind of cut out too. So it sounded very pathetic. Okay. So in our lightning round, if you've joined us before, we ask somebody, in this case, our guest, Brittany, 
um, rapid fire questions um, pertaining to the topic of the day. So I'm going to kick us off with the first question, if that works. Yeah, go for it. Okay. I have a new puppy. I don't really. Hypothetical. I have a new puppy. What are the first three to five tricks I should teach them? Uh, sit, lie down, come, go to a place and settle in a crate mm -hmm. behavior, and leash walking, being comfortable in a collar and a leash. Oh, I did all of those, except my dog still doesn't know come very well. <laughs> still working on that. The rest he's got down pat. Um, all right. All right, Ken's next question. Okay. What are some of the benefits to your dog for doing trick training um, or any physical or emotional benefits to doing things like that? Um, so it builds a bond with your dog in general. Uh, it makes a big difference when you're training tricks, but also it's another way to keep them stimulated other than having them outside running, chasing a ball. Uh, it's really good mental exercise. That is Awesome. I actually did that all winter with Willa because she hates the winter and so do I. So we learned tricks inside all winter. Thank you, Brittany. And it was great. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. All about the mental stimulation in the winter and it comes in handy on weekends like this when it rains a lot. And when it's super hot like this, they can't go out and run the yeah. same or yeah. if they get hurt, um, you know, and they need to be on rest a little bit. So tricks yeah lots of reasons to have those stimulating activities up your sleeve okay we have another question so is there a trick that is dangerous for dogs to do or that they shouldn't do um again I think that's a bit of a, a little loaded question because it just depends on the type of dog so and it kind of can depend on um opinions of people so my answer would be that you need to look at your dog's body type, body mm -hmm. weight, athletic ability before you ask it to do any trick. I, I love that because, yeah, even though you think your dog is athletic, it doesn't mean they are. Even when I was teaching Willa to sit pretty, uh, you told me, Brittany, it takes a lot of ab strength for the dog to do that. And I was like, no problem. Willa's got this. It took us like two months to actually get her to sit pretty because the ab strength needed to build. So yeah, that's, that's so true. Okay. Last question. What is your personal favorite trick to teach a dog? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. That's a great question. Um, probably ring stack. What's that? Um, so, you know, the kid's toy from Fisher Price, the little kids put the rings on the peg. Yeah. Okay. So my dogs do that. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so like I, a fun little puzzle. Yeah. <gasps> they use that in the super dog shows a lot. And yeah. I'm going to keep my, I live beside Talese and I feel like I'm going to keep my eye out for one of those in like the old baby toy section. Yeah. Yep. I go and get my value village. Yeah. Oh, that's such a fun one. I never would have thought of that. Yeah. Very fun trick. Very fun trick. All right. Well, well, that concludes our lightning round. There you have it.
Thanks so much, Brittany, for chatting with us today. You've inspired us to do fun things with our dogs. And I am personally looking forward to doing agility with Marshall in the future. So where can our listeners find you on the interwebs, the internets? Uh, so on Facebook, you can find it's Holland Dog Training, Agility and Trick Training. There's an open group page that you can join. Uh, and on Instagram, it's Holland Dogs 91. Um, and then you can go to uh, www.superdogs.com for information about the Fresno Soy Superdogs. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brittany, for all of that awesome information. And thank you to our listeners for listening to the Dog Friendly KW podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brittany. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. It's great. Uh... That includes this week's lightning round. Did I say include? Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. That concludes our lightning round. That was good. I like the chuckle. That was that was fun. Matt, was that fine? And it is getting harder to see.